Hello and welcome back to the Timeline Astrology Podcast with myself, Gary O'Toole, and my guest today is Kishori. Kishori's been with me before on the podcast and it's a pleasure to have her back on again to talk all about Rahu. She's previously talked about her epic poem, The Song of Rahu, and this series that we're recording is what we're calling the uh, Maps of Consciousness. And we're really just tracing Rahu in each of the houses of astrology and using that as a map of consciousness. So we've previously recorded Rahu in the first through the fourth, and this podcast is all about Rahu in the fifth house. And what is the fifth house? Well, you'll soon find out from Rahu's perspective. But just to um, give you a, a quick um, list of the things that it represents, the fifth house is all about children, creativity, it's all about intelligence, it's all about speculation, it's all about future planning and um, what we love, what we love and what we what we dearly love. It's not just what we love, it's like uniquely ours. And I think this is more than any conversation I've had with Kishori, one of those where um, there was a lot of light bulbs going off for me um, in this conversation. I hope you have this same experience. So without Further ado, here's Kishori. So welcome back, Kishori. It's a delight to be here again, Gary. It's always fun. Anyway, let's see what we can discover together about Rahu in the fifth. And well, you said you just said it. Fun. <laughs> well, it is, it is, right? It is. And if you make it fun, and there is a way, then all these Rahu complications, as I've said before, from a, a cut finger to a, a major bankruptcy, or it doesn't matter what it is, whatever relationship challenge, we can transform it. We have, but mind doesn't know it. And what I call the, 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 the mind, which I call Mr. Frosty Breath, you know, the one that sits on like a, a lid on the top of a, a volcano. <laughs> he stops it and he goes, no, you've got to be realistic. It's about being real, not realistic. Anyway. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's about being real, not realistic. Yes. Mm. Real. Real. What is real? You have to ask mm. that question, don't we? It's like, you remember that story, the Velveteen Rabbit? Do you remember that? Yes. And the, 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 the skin horse tells the rabbit, um, um, it, no, that's right, the rabbit asks the skin horse, he says, what's real? And he said, oh... Real is when your your all your skin your uh, your fur has been rubbed off and your you know your your legs are hanging off and whatever it is and and when a but when a child really 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 loves you that makes you real. Mm -hmm. So it's a lovely little story. I, I think it's so apt as well for Rahu in the fifth. No, is it? Oh yes, right, I mean, yes, yes. The Children. child, the, the child in you, the child, the child itself, the the creation, the the future, the fifth house is all about creating something in the future, yes. something ideal, something that you would love. Yes. You know, which is like, and, and like you, like you say, it's like bringing that to the heart field, but making that real yes. from that space of no conflict around that, where of course, again, me playing devil's advocate here, bringing in Rahu and all of its conflicts, it could be expressed as someone who desires something so much and obsesses about something so much that they block off the flow. Yes, yes, that, that is, 
that is the, the in fact you've put your finger on the crux of the whole matter the whole complication of living mm. everything that you desire everything that comes up in your mind your heart or it appears to be lacking which is what rahu is he's saying no you haven't got that that you can't have that you have to find a way of dropping into that frequency where it is your birthright you're naturally going to bring that forth any desire brings with it fulfillment naturally but mind doesn't see that and so it, it we, we we create this complication of getting to the state that you could just assume it takes it to practice to stay there because the world doesn't well i don't know i suppose a few a few people in the in, in let's say the bushman of the kalahari or uh, natives who live in the jungles or they know because they haven't got too intellectualized or whatever it is educated <laughs> in the ways of the, of the western world and uh, they know there's a dignity there that knows i am royal like real you know real royal i am here and i am a child of this universe and i'm here for some something and i'm here to experience the this the, the maybe just the solving of the mysteries i love that royal real connection i never knew that before. no it's the same word in french it's, it's real so it's it's royal of course this is so appropriate for rao in the fifth because the fifth the natural fifth side of the zodiac is leo the royal sign right. oh, see it's exciting listening to you saying oh that that map and i've been there you see <laughs> and i've looked at it without the map <laughs> i went without the map but um yeah it's 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 useful to have a map but you know at some point you have to simply enjoy putting one foot in front of the other and walking the territory and exploring the land and feeling it in your own story because this is the point we really need to thrash out i think about you how you say there's the map and then there's the territory whereas in astrology we're really focusing on the map always and the label yeah. and reading the map and the difference between that do you want to thrash that out a bit more and the territory yes well as you know one of my my passions is exploring embodiment and what and what living intelligence is playing at with embodying in these bodies so we can play in the playground but we are also the 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 territory itself and so i was talking to you about it before we began and i would love to do more on that um the the the, the experience that we have at being embodied and the complications and the various the various aspects of the body that that we have inherited apparently but that we've when you can see that inheritance in your in your you do um a bath chart and you can see it mm. you you'll get that or you've got a tendency to that you know what um, i'm really getting a sense of though is this when you say embody when i think of the fifth house and how it's that sense of creating something in the future whether it's a a child or something you would like an ideal whatever um and how you imagine that but what you as you as you say you have to embody that mm -hmm. right? it has to become innate and if mm. you think about it uh or you live it you have to find the way of of just loving it 
of just enjoying it. Mm. And and as 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 Jesus said, unless you become as little children, little children don't sit down and think, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to stand up now and I'm going to move this foot and that foot and I'm going to get outside and then I'm going to play in the sand pit. Some current moves that child, little one, to go outside and play. And he doesn't see any separation between the movement, the, the, the sitting, playing on the carpet in the living room, to finding the French doors are open and it can walk out into the garden. You know, it just moves them. And like, I mean, I used to live uh, in a place where the harbour, they had lots of swans there. And, and, all of, and all of a sudden, like a current would run through, they would all take off, same time. Mm. So what is it that is living us? What is it that is living us? I mean, the thing with the fifth house, and again, I could have just listed things that fifth house signify, and then we've just missed the point, and you're just really thrashing it out here, embodying it so eloquently. It's like mm. amazing, because the fifth house is the house of intelligence. Mm. But what we understand to be intelligence and what we're talking about here it's not like the intellect working things out in your head right? exactly. has to be innate and while you are thinking you are separate you are living as a house divided and a house divided meaning like we're experiencing um what people experience things like estrangement in families and you know mm. and of course that was that was predicted in the in the in the, the gospels uh, the end times and mother will be against uh, daughter-in-law and father against son etc and and it's the end times well it's not the end of the world but it's the end of the separated world of the fragmented world then we'll be back the, the returning to wholeness and the returning of every aspect and of course we're talking about building the future from the fifth house it's returning back to knowing the future is now it doesn't have to be a long-winded process, the frequency that is home, that is from which you can live. Because we, in a way, I, what I see often, and I, I, some people don't understand what I mean, and I say, but we're not yet born. We are in the process. It wasn't that God created the world in seven days or whatever it is, <laughs> or the, as the story goes, but it's, it, we, are, we are in the process of making choices now, of bringing our, our desired heart, the world of the heart, the world of, of well, non-conflict. And this process obviously is ongoing, like you say, so obviously it brings up the issue there. And again, playing devil's advocate, if we bring in Rahu's contracted state into the fifth, how, oh, I want this, this, and this, and it has to be this and this and that. And then when you get this, this, and that, whatever, then it's like, it's well, actually, the, the future is still driving you forward and you still have your wants and your desires and it's more and more and more and then it's never enough. And that, that could be one state of Rahu in the fifth, you can say. If, if we turn this wanting into being willing to give life to, every single desire is a dreaming seed within you. It starts as a little impulse that I call a keala, and a keala is that, oh, that lovely Bengali word, which means spontaneous whim, fancy, or desire, you know? Like they talk about a, a child being a twinkle in his father's eye, you know? A keala is a, just a most beautiful word that I was reading um, many years ago, 
that um, they used to talk about Ananda Maima, who would get up in the middle of the night and uh, walk barefoot to the station because she's had an impulse and she called it uh, Keala. And the people would say, this is Ma's impulse, Ma's Keala, she decided to go. And following the Keala is only really possible when it's a real Keala. Because if I have a Keala to go and stand on the roof and fly, in my current state of, of uh, integration, I think I might not get very far. So, so it's you, you temper the keala with a little bit of of level, you know, and paying attention to the level, and then people who get in a muddle have, have kind of um, level confusion. It's, what do you mean le level confusion? The level, the, the level of of of, of um, knowing embodied knowing, like say Saint Francis of Assisi levitated. You see, there are, it's, a, it's the level at which you have embodied what we're talking about. Is it just a thought? Well, I know that there are people in the world who can levitate because I've seen them in stories and I can imagine it. But if I have the impulse, now I have to look and see which frequencies, what do I, and you have to explore it. And you have to give that, that, that impulse, uh, maybe a lifetime or more. To, to take uh, to take root and to flower. And is that what you would describe as intelligence? Yes, it's all living intelligence. It's all we are we are bringing that capacity to uh, to live here in an apparently limited uh, story world. Because when I when um, I listen to you speak about that, I then obviously thinking about all the things I would like. Um, you know, to manifest in my life, you know, that's a, a big word that we use, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you would like to manifest. You give life but, to. I, I like to say give life to. Give, I like it. I really like it because manifest now for me has become a word that's a bit tainted. Yes. Because of not coming from a place of intelligence or embodiment of yes. that thing, where it's my mind saying, I want, I want, I want. But actually, I don't get, I don't get, I don't get. But look how we, look how we step on the, the feed pipe, if you like, their own, our own, our own process of being being fed. If we simply say, "Oh, I would love that," wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, wow! And it's a lot of the wow factor is the way of exciting the preconscious or the potential conscious um, awareness to say yes, and you give permission. So you plant the seed, and now and again, the thought might come back, and you water it with a little attention, a little bit. Oh, yes, but you never put a lid on it. Never use Mr. Frosty Breath say, not for you. Hmm. You know? Like, it's amazing because the fifth house being about children, like is so limited in its scope when you think about it just like that, or intelligence, or and you dissect all of these things in any house, in fact, or anything, right? Yeah. If it's not fully embodied and whole like holistic in that sense. Because I just love that phrase that you use about giving it life. Mm. You know, it's like, what am I giving life to? What am I? What am I? What thoughts am I entertaining right now? You you remember the picture of the sorry the painting in the Sistine Chapel? God points his finger uh, to Adam, and mm -hmm. uh, you know those two. That's God, mm -hmm. or that is projection, if you like, of the of the of the life force onto some idea that we have, because we don't know. I mean, there's not any God sitting up in the sky somewhere. That's the way that, that our, our limited mind uses. And that is that amazing picture, just giving 
one finger touch. And we can do that. We can actually embody that in our own hands even. We can, we can, we can remove a, a, a contraction in the body simply by placing a hand on it, by letting the vortices in the palms of the hands or the, the rays coming from the fingers. Yes, you have to explore it. But mm -hmm. if you have a natural interest in it, you'll end up maybe doing a, a healing training or something, or you'll explore it and you'll discover that's what you are, but it, it, you already are it. So trainings and things are simply ways of, of creating the, the frequencies, the rhythms that we, we to, to embody it, to bring it into form. I'm just, I'm now thinking about the more obvious expression of the fifth house, either children or lover. And I'm thinking about how, yes, in our own way, we embody, we create that you know, child or we have that relationship and but how that relationship you know for example parents who wish something for their child but the child has their own wish and the conflict that can arise between those kinds of relationships as well as a lover uh, lover's relationships where i want what i want and you're not giving me what i want or whatever it is like we could bring all of these kind of conflicted states in with rahu how, how i know you have personally worked a lot with couples and 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 a mother and child relationship yes. how do you approach that how do you bring people into that kind of um state with using like this opening up with rahu you create situations and experiences that people can realize even if it's only a glimpse that they actually are each of us is the author the creator of our whole experience by choice and that circumstances, and into circumstances, I, I would place the emotional configurations that you have been imprinted with, because they are not permanent. They, they are not. They can be all modified, all changed. There's nothing that can't be with, with, with observation and, and steadiness. So I will, I will, anyone that comes to the beginning, I find something that they love somebody that they actually do love and i remember once all many years ago a very old lady well probably probably no older than i am now but still she seemed old <laughs> and she hadn't got anybody that she loved and so i got her talking about her life and she told me she'd got a little canary she loves and i felt the connection there and i went right so we we take that ray so that someone has to experience what love feels like it doesn't have to be anything very very big it can be but it has to be very individualized for that person and if you focus on that little frequency you i can um and i can bring that desire in an individual to become whole i can magnify we can magnify that feeling of love so that you can find the little tiny nugget of gold in any relationship however poor it might be however estranged it might be and that is like a little star in the heart so like a little twinkle you know like twinkle twinkle little star how i wonder what you are shining in my inner sky like a damned in my night and anybody can play with that right now put your hand on your heart yes it takes and, and the skill is um with, with, what, with what I play with with people, is taking people to that state of making it real by energizing that frequency.
And of course, there's the skill of dissolving all past experiences, all past, um, um, uh, whether in this lifetime or in a parent's lifetime or some, it's still all in the present moment. There actually is no past. It's all embodied in this body now. It's here. There isn't, there's part, I remember once many, many years ago inquiring within about what are past lives? Because there were people around when I was beginning this path of, you know, uh, I, I suppose I passed to a therapist at the beginning, but I'm not a therapist, obviously. And, and people would be talking about past lives and somebody asked me a question. And answering people's questions is how I, how I know what I can say to you with authority. I know it, there are no past lives but there are experiences, memories, what you might call the Akashic records, or you might, well, I, I don't know, body memory, but we can play with them and we can rewrite absolutely everything. That's obviously one of the skills that I've evolved is, is, is making it simple for people to play with this in the various trainings that I do, but, but you don't need that. If you, if you want to hurry it up, yes, that's, that, that's what we can do. But simply putting your hand on your heart and, and anchoring that feeling that's coming from the heart frequency. It's so, if, if you look up some of the um, stuff you can find on the internet about it, I can't remember the, the actual frequencies, but it's so much more intelligent. The non-local intelligence of the heart field encompasses everything whereas the the little bit of intelligence that we have in the frontal lobes that come from the, the the mind only in separation and when it's not fully embodied and loved then it can't become real and therefore you're always struggling and it's not meant to be a struggle if it's difficult if it seems difficult to you to bring forth what you want or to um to allow it to to grow then, then you're on a uh, you're, you're on one of those loops that will take you round in circles, like rolling the boulder to the top of the hill, and letting it roll down and it rolls up again, and and so we get that experience of 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 swinging the bipolar effect, the schizophrenic um, um, experience, the effect in the mind that is in separation. A house divided will not stand. So the first thing when you want to bring something forth, I mean, I, I, actually, although although it may not, a, a conception of a child may not always take place with, with the love feeling, two bodies actually have to meet. Hmm. Otherwise you don't conceive. And at some level, it, it, it's some kind of expression, ordinary physical connection takes place. And then you get, you, you, um, you conceive a child you get those two cells merging, but but if it's not innate, if it's not embodied, if it's not loved, if it's not, if you don't go, oh, wow, that feels gorgeous, or, oh, I would love to do that, or, and it doesn't matter what it is, from a child wanting to taste ice cream to to finding your, your, your best beloved person that you're going to experience the heights of ecstasy with, it doesn't matter what it is. You've got to love it, and you've got to find the place within you where that feeling comes, that feeling. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that it's, it's across the board, but it's no good me saying it. Every single person has to explore this for themselves. And it's an alchemical process and it does actually speed things up. 
if you're playing with another person. Like you know this from your um, playing with your or working, playing with, exploring with, inquiring with your clients. Mm. Well, and no, we can say we can say playing with because I think that's what we're doing. And you know, the like, conversations we've been having. Mm. It's like it's funny how it's just obviously unfolding as it should, right? But like in the past, the, the conversations and how you would have explained that to me before, I got it. Like, I mean, I intellectually got what you're talking about, embodying it. But now I'm really getting that sense of you need to really love it and flesh it out and live it, you know? And as a child, like, unless you become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. So what is the kingdom of heaven? It's that state of what I call sunny inner weather, everything being all right. That moment Christmas morning, that first day of the holidays, that, wow something's happening beautiful mm. and not as an imaginary state but as a reality and i don't mean just our individual lives but the the the, the dharma or our calling anybody that's, that's listening to this has got to have had a calling to find out a little bit more than the surface level because otherwise they wouldn't have come to you in the first place or they wouldn't even be listening uh, to it because they, they wouldn't be drawn so anyone that's drawn to investigate a bit deeper about what's really running this show. What I just feel like this is the, this is it, right? This is the crux of it, right? Because, yeah. Right, it is, right? Because it's like, you, you get that thing of the fifth house being like, and astrologers say this all the time, it's the house of whoever, yeah, points, yeah, yes, right? Yes. And it's all about past life credit. And so that then, the way you're explaining it so beautifully actually makes more sense to me than saying, okay, well, whatever you've put out there and the choices you made in the past is coming around now and this is what you get now and you have to, well, make do with that, right? But uh -huh. it's not quite like that, right, is it? No, it's not quite like that. You can bypass anything. There is a kind of, well, we might call it like miracle, magic, a shift, just like, as I've said before, the punchline of a joke lifting something into a different frequency. And we've all experienced that. Suddenly going, oh, oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Or I thought I, the, the, the keys were lost or I, whatever it is. And all of a sudden that's that, oh, ah, the relief when you realize that actually it's all, all right. And the fact of the matter is that it's all always all right. That just that we're not very skilled at moving beyond these foggy minds that believe circumstances. We believe in the fog. We believe that Rahu, for example, or foggy Rahu, is, is actually out to cause us difficulties. But it's not. I've got to go back to Hanuman. I have to, you know, mm. I haven't said it yet today. But you remember Hanuman stands on the shore of Bharat. Rama has sent him to get the, the herb of grace from Lanka. And he's look, standing on the shores of India, Bharat, um, wondering how he's going to get over to Lanka, to the island of Sri Lanka. And he's standing there scratching his head and a little child pulls at his robe. And Rahu, and um, Hanuman looks down, you know, he's a great Lord. And so it could be a little mosquito, but it's a little child and he's going, Lord, have you forgotten you're immortal? You can jump. And Hanuman goes, oh, thank you. And he jumps. So the problem of having to fulfill the king's uh, command and get this herb from, from Lanka, 
it was like, my God, my king has said, I've got to get it and I can't. How do I? And this is even a great Lord for God. So the, the, the what was it in the Ramayana? I don't know, but somewhere, one of those wonderful stories is it's just illustrating how we get into our heads. We get out of that relaxation, embodied, innate royalty that we are. We came here not by the, the uh, intention of the, the ordinary conscious mind. I mean, well, who, who are you before you were born? Where were you? I mean, these questions, they freak the mind out because you can't imagine it. Mind doesn't have the neural pathways. So the neural pathways are actually in the process of being of being updated, upgraded at the moment, especially as we gather together and speak of these things and enjoy them, share. So when someone then says, oh, well, this is a blessing, and therefore, like, I'm blessed with this, which is, you're embodying okay. that, you're, you're loving that thing, right? Which also might show that, oh, well, this isn't, right? Or because this isn't, this isn't a past life credit I'm due, are you like in your mind or in body and, and are you embodying that then because you think that that is not for you or whatever there is it's a question of identity gary you know, everyone has to actually realize who and what they really are and that's why self-inquiry uh, or the exploration of the quantum heart is so vital especially now as the as the processes are speeding up, accelerating, whether you are in Arahu um, Mahadasha or you're in or something else, it's all speeding up. So what was hidden in that lovely expression I often use, syrup on shit, <laughs> is, is the what's hidden is emerging to be seen, not to harm us, but for us to choose from our power, from our love. Do you love this? No. Then transform it. And that's just a way of, of expressing that the, the, the area of exploration that both you and I are engaged in. Finding the way through to make it consistent, that surrender to allowing the heart frequency to operate and for what appeared to be a, a total disaster, a, a, a deadlock, uh, a double bind, like Hanuman on the shores of Bharat, and not to, uh, because 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 life in the form of a little mosquito or a little child, or or a lost key or whatever it is, or turning up late to something, it doesn't matter. If you surrender to the heart, everything which appears to be against you, the power locked in it will unleash. I'm saying it advisedly. I know it to be so. Doesn't mean that I've solved every single little thing in my life already because. They are useful. They are showing me, this little me that's in, in, in Kishori, how, how to live on purpose, how to take literally every little uh, drawback, every little ache, pain, difficulty into releasing the trapped energy and being for your, for your well-being. Rahu is, is, is a, is a uh, what do we call it? He's a psychopomp. He leads the way. It's like, like, can be very mercurial. No, it's. I, I'm just wondering, just on that point, and how for somebody who is in there, like you say, there is no conflict in the heart field, mm -hmm. right? So if you are conflicted about something that you want and you're not getting what you want, or it's not coming fast enough, or whatever, that there that you're you are in your mind about it. Yes. Basically, 
how do you then speak to someone you know who is in that conflicted state and in their mind just let's do this now because i feel like i'm kind of going in my head about it because i'm obviously trying to keep this conversation about rahu in the fifth yes but really it's about going into the heart and 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 embodying it right so how yeah. so speak me get me back into my how would i go back there well take your hand <laughs> look at it and go hand, hand. <laughs> hello and <laughs> put it on your heart and that is living intelligence without intellect but with surrender you're just doing it just allowing it to happen and it begins to create uh, to 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 complete the loop now, hands and fingers, this is a very beautiful thing, start to bud at the same time as the little human heart starts to beat. They are part of the heart field, which is the whole of that chest area, and you are completing a loop. And it's coming, and you can look up the science behind all this, all the, the, the various researches, but we're not here to explore that at the moment, but anyone who wants to can look at it. You create a completely different energy. Your mind starts to surrender to its root in the heart. The breath starts to relax. You start to, uh, to produce different chemicals in the body. The breath comes, more breath, you start to relax. Stress starts to evaporate and of course, practice will will enforce this but you are surrendering the 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 tendency to think it out and you're never going to think it out so putting your attention to embodying the heart field and practicing that regularly and well, there's many many other things that come from that so you make it inspirations to start to go for a walk or to have a bath or to ring a friend or but what happens is you start to activate a different kind of intelligence and if the fifth house is about intelligence and you intellectually even start to embrace the thought of rahu being like the child to Hanuman. Relax. Know that you are already here with everything you already are, royal. All the intelligence. The you that is thinking is did not make this, this mind and this body. As I said before, where were you before you were born? So relax. And then when thoughts come into the mind, they are like inspirations rather than thinking so that little boy tugging at Hanuman's robe yes and that time you have that whatever going on in your head that conflict is that in fact actually a doorway into it, opening it, that up? it's all so. it's all a doorway nothing ever happens that you have not allowed either to be perceived, experienced through your filters, and whether they are your the particular uh, astrological imprints at, at, at birth or conception, or whether they are um, stemming from some belief, or it doesn't matter where they come from. The way through is now, and now, and now. And the only way you bring yourself back to <clears throat> embodying 
now is to stop that 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 running around in your mind it's okay we can't stop the the, the mind functioning but the mind is not for thinking the mind is a an expression of the embodied heart the mind is for focusing the mind is for uh, for for a way of seeing but there are many other ways of intelligence to express beginning to move from that state look i'm just moving my hands now and i'm moving my body when you think stop and allow your body to just rest a moment breathe and move but just allow movement tiny micro movements because movement that kind of movement it's another way but this is not about me saying what what i would you know do with the groups or people that but it's about you can anyone can begin right now by simply taking a breath feeling your body feeling your feet on the floor creating a little bit of proprioception feeling the air around you hand on heart and start to activate that frequency of the non-local intelligence that opens up to solutions to the most incredible or unbelievable solutions. The, the image that keeps coming to mind uh, as you speak is, and I'm going back to that image of the, the child and the heart beating and the, the arms, yes. but also I'm the image of a child lying in a cot, reaching out for the breast or whatever, you know, mm. it's kind of reaching out and that being very much the, the, fifth, the desire for something. And it's yes. very, fifth house is very much about something I want. And it's very much oftentimes in the future. It's like, it's very future oriented in astrology, the fifth house. So how do we, as we're reaching out and especially if we're including others, like I want to have a child, I want to have, I want to create this, I want to create this, whatever, or I want this lover, I want whatever. How do we, by reaching out also stay anchored? Re reaching out is, not just an individual personal thing what is reaching out through you what are you really your identity so when a child spontaneously reaches out it is the life force it's consciousness embodying to explore itself love always expresses love continually expresses love moves to embody that's what we're in process of now. We're we're right full on in a very accelerated process of coming of coming to birth. I'm just imagine and then thinking of that child playing and just playfulness and itself being obviously the fifth house. How I'll, I'll just be very personal about it for myself. How so little play has been present in my life in recent years, yes. which happened to be Rahu years. And they have been exciting in many other ways, but they've been intellectually probably overstimulating and all of that. And I've been using the conflict in a way to kind of gather momentum and like go against the grain for a while and then push back off that and flow into openness again. I've been doing all of that and I know what I'm doing, but at the same time, there's been so little just spontaneous play like a child would for no reason other than this is me expressing myself now. That's that lovely word, Keala which I fell in love with and I first saw it. Spontaneous whim, desire, or fancy. Mm? Mm. So, so if you're in the middle of, um, let's say, it's happened to me many times, in the middle of, of, of an important appointment is just coming up and um, you've forgotten about it or 
whatever, and you try to resolve it. I've, I've tried to resolve things at the last minute when I'm about 10 miles away and I'm late. And all of a sudden, I hear a message that it's been cancelled, don't worry. And it's all the non-local intelligence that we can begin to tune into by practicing anchoring in the heart field, anchoring mind into the heart field. You tune in to the place where you are lived from, where the real you is living you. Because there is another you beyond this conflicted, running in circles person that you know. And you know it best when you are supporting somebody else or when you're maybe lying in a field looking up at the clouds on a summer's day or, you know, when you're doodling. Doodling is, is a wonderful way. I mean, I do obviously do that to some extent, but it's mostly, like you say, it's actually, yes, through meeting other people and and through astrology, it, it has like opened up a curiosity in me and all of that. But at the same time, there isn't that just spontaneous, just, well, it does obviously happen, but it doesn't happen as much as I, I would well, like it to. Okay, I understand. That's a choice. The state of being childlike, curious, awake, alive, and interest it is a state. And the heart field is a very broad brush description of that state. Now, mm. we all know those states of, like I said before, Christmas morning or the first day of the holidays or realizing that somebody that you like love, likes you. Or, you know, those little, <gasps> little <gasps> wow moments. And, and simply choose that state right now. Put your hand on your heart and go, okay, body, mind, heart, whatever you all are, this is what we are choosing from now on. Are you all on board? Tell your cells. Cells, no entropy anymore. When you divide, please divide according to your, the blueprint of spontaneous life. And I, you know, there's a lot like, there's a lot more to it than just what I'm saying, mm. you know, but, but I can't put it all in. But what I am doing is, is these words are coming from a state of playful exploration of the Leela, the story, play. That Leela, that word is another lovely Sanskrit word, play and story at the same time. We are all winners of our own X factor. We are all designers of our life. And we either do it consciously, deliberately, on purpose, in alignment, or we allow the default that Jung spoke about. You know, unless you make the unconscious conscious, you'll be forced to do your, your, your live it out robotically. I, I, I feel that one area that I do um, let go and, and, and become more spontaneous and play is when I play music and like my body starts to move and right. dance, which is quite right. natural for me because I, I do move a lot and I used to be like well I, I danced a lot when I was when I was young I would spend all of my time in my room dancing to music so I then eventually became more like structured than that in like you know working out and you know becoming a yoga teacher at one point it's all these kind of movement practices but the spontaneity and movement on dance uh, uh, it just it's for me the my doorway and I would say which I probably don't open as much as I, I should because it is just literally like it whooshes me down like a slide into that kind of just and into the pool and I'm like, ah, oh, you know? I know. Now, you know what you can do right now this second? Hmm. Hand on heart and see that the seeds 
of a, of a greater expression, a fuller expression of your love of moving and dancing and following that rhythm. You can see that the seeds are there. And all you have to do now is breathe on them, give them attention and go, yes. And you see those little dancing cells going, oh, can we have more? And you go, yes, yes, yes. And what happens is that if you give that consent now, you give that yes, tomorrow or later on, you'll find somebody invites you to a, a, a dance or a webinar or a little course or a, I don't know what, but the mm -hmm. pathways will open up. You probably walk down the road and you see that somebody's doing a five rhythms movement or I don't know what, mm -hmm. anything. Actually, I did see something today online. There you are then, you see how it's all of a piece. Mm. It's not in the part, you know, Gary, the big thing that is, you talk about things going over people's heads, but it's all now. We are designing, uh, let's call it um, <clears throat> a virtual reality, interactive, spontaneous, multidimensional flow, like the Aurora Borealis. Nothing is in the past, nothing is in the future. It's all now. And the more skill you have, or the more curiosity you have, and as we said, speculation is fifth house thing. The more curiosity you have, call it curiosity rather than speculation, the more inquiry and the more you go, oh, I'd really like to see that what that woman is saying. How can it all be now? Of course, there's past and of course, there's future. But it's not so. It's an experience. But right now, in this pivotal point of the eye, right now, there aren't any eyes really, but there's an experience of one. Right now, you make your choice. And I tell you, next time we speak, you'll tell me you've been doing more dancing. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Because every time we speak about these things, and just even the practice of putting my hand on my heart, that has centered me so much in recent weeks and months. Mm -hmm. Now that it's just given me this kind of groundedness in, in Rahu, where it had, you know, I had my practices previously, but it was, you know, it was a struggle in, in many ways. And I, like I say, I played with the struggle a lot and I was opening and closing a lot and all of that consciously in a, in a way. I, I, because I'm so conscious of Rahu, I was consciously doing it, right? If I wasn't conscious of it, I don't know if it would take me over more or less. And sometimes I actually feel like, I think to myself, am I actually too in control of it? Do I actually need to really let go and so, because this is what I see in clients all the time when they have a Rahu experience, it's so conflicted, in fact, so conflicted that the release is so monumentous. Mm. You know what I mean? It really opens things up for them, right? Mm. Whereas I'm so controlled in that, oh, I'm not going to go too crazy, you know? And so the openings aren't as, I think we spoke about this before, right? I don't know if I'm doing that or I'm being too conscious or self-conscious. You, you know, until we really, really wake up and relax and allow, there is nothing that you do, that you, the divine in you, the, 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 the living intelligence in you, is not allowed. You've allowed everything. You're exploring. And the pendulum swings and eventually comes to rest in the center. And you become your own uh, a tent pole, if you like, the, the Aleph Beit, the, the I am at the center of your, of your universe your story this 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 one liner that i really love about your song of rahul really encapsulates it all like really this sense of a call to the ra radical withdrawal of projection uh -huh. feels to me like it's even more important now at this stage moving on through the houses of astrology at the fifth that begins to be that like projection onto the lover or the child is not doing what you want them to do or whatever right mm -hmm. 
And until we do that, we are going to be conflicted in some way. You are the sovereign. The you that is really you. The you that's gathered in, in yoga, I call it yoga because it's not yoga postures necessary. They are part of it, but it's the you that's gathered in all the bits. You are the sovereign, you are the Lord, you are the ruler, you are the king, you're the royal personage that runs your life. And while we imagine that another person has power to do anything or a thing or a circumstance or a, an object, this only subject, this is, a, this is all a subjective experience. There are no objects that certainly the only power they have is power that you have given. And when you get into a, a complicated situation or a, some terror or some awful thing, some nightmare that we have imagined up, accept yeah, that it's only the individual that has had the power to allow that. And, and one, of the, one of the things that seems to be happening in the, the amount of, of conflict in the world at the moment of the disturbance is simply to enable us to make that choice. What state? And as simple as, as me suggesting, you put your hand on your heart and love your dancing, you know that you're gonna dance more. You already know you made the choice, but you're not gonna do it. It's going to appear to happen. That is how we, we give life. We love it. You remembered your love. You put your hand on your heart and said, so be it. It's like hand on heart is so be it. And then allow. And there are lots of extra things we can do with imagination and we won't go into all that. But this is the first step. The first step is to allow that seed of loving an expression and all dancing is an expression of your of your embodied being, same as everything. Hmm. Making love, drawing a picture, buying a house, going for a walk, having a pet, wh whatever it might be. Watering, remembering to water your flowers. <laughs> I always forget. No, don't always forget. But I have oh, you, you have again preempted the next discussion <laughs> because oh, you're going off into the next part, which we'll talk about the next one, which is Rahu and the Sixth, because yeah obviously naturally leads on that when you love something when you have created something when you have had a child for example or you, you get a plant or you have a pet you have to feed the plant and the pet and the child mm -hmm. and you have to do all of these things and you have to work at it which is what the sixth house in astrology is all about and where we can we could say that maybe that's the first sort of major obstacle we reach the third house was seen as a lesser uh, obstacle because they uh, in astrology they classify houses as different kinds like upachaya would be places that grow with time third and sixth are those but the sixth is the first dustana they call it which is called quote-unquote bad place right so it's the oh i have to change the nappies now and i have to pay the bills right, and okay. i have to do all of these things i loved i want i want i really love them and i've created and i really want to keep these going but i have to maintain them now Yes, so yes. when we talk about Rahu in the sixth next time, because you've, you've started opening that discussion, it's going to be interesting to talk about how Rahu behaves there. Yes. You know, you know, I can't pass this without, I won't let it go without talking about the difference between loving and the keala, the spontaneous movement of love and strategy. Now, strategy is that to-do list. 
I want a baby, but I don't really want a baby because, oh, I've got to get up in the night and I'll lose this and, and, and I'll lose my figure. And I'll... For example, there are many things and there's always a price to pay. But when you love this total, total devotion, what price? Your, 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 your lover wants to go to one movie and you want to go to another and you search love and devotion that it costs nothing to let go. And when I think about my own lover and how I was like, okay, I'm willing to do anything for you. Exactly. And this is where I come to now. It's the Heros Gamos. This is the crux of everything I play with and explore. The Heros Gamos is the love affair the sacred love affair of the, the formless for form. And it's a bit of Advaita Vedanta language, but mm. it's Shiva for Shakti. We could use Shiva as the, the, the one that lies uh, unconscious beneath the feet of, 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 of Kali, is dancing on the naked corpse. But mm. it's like the energy of consciousness, of the, of the, un, what, the, uh, the unborn, the, un, the, the, the unknown, as it desires to move into form. I was a secret treasure, says that to Sufi, I think, Sufi quote, and I wished to be known. I wished to know myself. And all that we are, yeah, our true identity, that we have mostly forgotten in the mind, you will find through the heart, the embodied heart, and you will find that. And that gives you the most incredible dignity, power, uh, peace, uh, no struggle, uh, no no waiting. I remember one 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 teacher once said to me, and I said, "All I have to do is go home and wait." This was many 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 years ago, and he said, "Oh, no question of waiting, sister. It's instant." And when we get that frequency of catching on fire with love, with devotion. Then, then there is no question. Absolute surrender, instant, infinite patience, absolute surrender. It brings instant freedom. Instant. And if it's not instant, it's because we put conditions on still, or we haven't played with it, we haven't explored it, we've not fully recognized who we are. So I would say the, the key to success, of, of worldly success or, or freedom, the four yogic flowers, the Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha, you know, the, um, your, your, your purpose, your, your, your wealth, abundance, your, your freedom, and, and your, your, um, your pleasure, your liberation, all of those come from exploring and discovering and owning and that state of knowing and being, embodying your true identity. And it isn't yet born. It's, it's, it's always bringing more. It's always coming out, bringing forth more. So self-inquiry at Navichara is, it's, it, it, it's a done deal. It, it is the, the path of the, um, the future, if you like, the future, which is already in, within us, the unfolding. You know, like the oak tree is fully in the acorn. What you are, and the destiny, and the dharma, and the freedom, and the, 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 the miracle, if you like, the magnificence of what we are, it's already here, innate. 
I think that's one of the, that's one of the, there's so many important points you're making here and things that are just like hitting me over the head <laughs> and getting me to like maybe it's time down into my heart. Stop. But that is one of them because Rahu, I would associate Rahu in the fifth as the acorn complaining that it's not the tree. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right? Yes, perfect. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. The acorn simply has to be nothing else to do but it, 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 if, if there's a wind or a, an animal that moves it around or something it's just it, it can't it can't do anything else except be an acorn now we are a little bit more intricate in these magnificent bodies but we don't exist in time and space so we're not running out of time we are moving into the most incredible, incredible moments. I mean, when I say incredible, let's not call it incredible because they are believable, but, but the moments of utter awe, let's call it awesome, magnificent. And this, this is what's drawn me in my curiosity. You know, my body's going to be 80 next year. I can't believe it sometimes. I go, what, 80? I'm ageless, you know? But I know that there is not, I'm not running out of time. There's, there's n time time is, a, is a movable feast. And any quantum scientist, quantum physicist is going to tell you the same. People are exploring space. No, there's all sorts of weirdnesses that they can't explain. And even quantum scientists live ordinary lives. They eat, they, they get dressed, they go for walks, they mm -hmm. talk. They don't all just talk about quantum physics and they know that there are so many other things beyond the thinking of, of theory and I don't even want to go into it, but the innate embodied knowing and being, embodying innate your identity, what you actually are and the power and wherever you see it possible in somebody in Star Trek movie or in some story or somebody you actually know, remember that whatever the mind can conceive of, you can make a reality by going, oh, wow, yes. And that little seed in you, that little dreaming seed, you put that finger of the divine like the Sistine Chapel and go, I give life to you. It's like an E.T. finger, you know, E.T. with his little light on and goes bingo i give life to you and you bless your creations it's good we're talking about the fifth house i bless you my child i bless you my thought my inspiration my dreaming seed grow i love you <laughs> it's fun it's a game it's fun, but it's also, it's stirring a lot of emotions in me because obviously I have, um, you know, held back a lot and not given, it's like, like having a child and not giving it permission to play. Yes. You know, it's like, what, what, why would you have a child and not give it permission to play? Okay. So I'm going to put my finger on one more, on one more, um, what do you call it? Place we can, we can, uh, stop ourselves. Forget that word regret. No regrets. Whatever you did, you did. Whatever I say, I say. I am. And that which has been damned up by you 
Now, you can tell Mr. Frosty Breath, take the lid off my volcano, uncap it. And but that's what I feel like I'm doing. I feel like I'm actually not just unconsciously or subconsciously, but consciously putting a lid on it. It's like I want to build up as much pressure as possible. And then because I know that once I let the lid off, it's going to all flow like it's going to be a major flow. Yeah, but you know what? The same thing with all of this. Take it, take, put the whole lot in a little bubble. Take it to your heart and say, Oof. God, what am I doing about all of this? And let that part of you that is the real living intelligence run the show. Say, I give permission. But make it at a pace that it's not going to freak me out. Hmm. Parts of me don't think that I enjoy, well, no, not parts of me. I know that I enjoy this kind of intensity, this pace. Like, I know, like, it, when it comes to a deadline, when it comes to, oh, I need to get this done, I want to create this, I want to write this, I want to do this, I al always leave it to the last minute because I love the rush. Because it loves quantum leaps. It loves those thresholds. Look, look at the way water. Water is water until it freezes at a certain frequency or until it boils at another frequency. And there are other things as, as different kinds of waters as well. I don't know scientifically all of that. But it loves thresholds. It loves taking a, ah, a leap. It loves jokes. Just see how it loves jokes. It loves that. What you're doing or what you seem to be doing, it's okay. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just what you like to play at. Mm. Just like, now listen, just like building to orgasm. Mm. Mm. What are you going to do? Just a quick, or, or, or are you going to oh, build and build and build and build and, oh, and the deliciousness. Mm. Have to let go. It is like that. It's 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 like this constant, constant building, building up, 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 and perhaps also I would have to admit a fear of letting go completely. Yes. Well, that is the big thing about human beings. When we give up the identity, the identification with being an individual and believe that we'll go back. I used to have a, the, the fear of being a soup when I was young and I was really little. I can remember feeling, well, what happens when you die or when you live? And, and, and I, I, I said, I don't want to be a soup, but we're not because that is not, that is not the movement of, 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 of truth of life. It loves differentiation. It's not, we're not looking for, for, for sameness. We're not looking of, about dissolution, you as we let go, we become more individualized. We are the the the, the individualization of the absolute. I need to thrash this out a bit more because I remember because you would know this as well. I went to the Osho Ashram a few years ago. I stayed yeah. there for the summer, and <laughs> I was freaking out from the moment I entered because, like you could say, oh, he's in a Rahu Dasha. <laughs> he's in a Rahu cycle. He wants to be very much like identified as an individual, whatever you might say. But I was freaking out that I had to give all, like take off all my clothes and wear these robes that everybody else was wearing and behave like everyone else was behaving. And in the evenings do the whole ritual and dance and falling down on the floor and in the yeah, sea yeah. Of people, lying there in a sea of people and then thinking, 
<laughs> <laughs> well, this is great in one way because I was actually a relief. It was a complete relief. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. one hand, it was a complete relief. But on the other hand, now I need to like understand what you say here about being able to let go completely but not be soup. Yes. You're not I, I need to understand that a bit more. Like, how, how do you let go on the one hand and, and dissolve into the oneness well, of well, everything and at the same time be an, an individual at the same time? By exploring and tasting it in little ways and then reflecting on it and any any um, withholds or any holding back you take to the heart and the heart frequency reveals itself so tenderly. When you keep taking thought and going, explain to me, show me, because the mind where we see things is also the child of the heart and is the beloved. So it, 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 has, a, it has a natural uh, desire to know, to understand, to be clear. It loves that. It also likes mysteries and it likes puzzles and it likes, you know, games like that, hide and seek. It's all a game of hide and seek. But when you say, okay, I have to trust you because you made all this, but it's not something separate from you. It's the you, the living intelligence that is what you really are. We are all living intelligence. And we modified it to, be, to experience the expansion within a particular frequency, a particular structure, which is your unique contribution to the whole. It's almost like, like you say, it's all a game of hide and seek, whether you're, you're having an argument with your spouse or your mm -hmm. child, or you're struggling with something you want to make happen and it's not happening. It's just constantly this hide and seek. Yes, and I tell you, they, you know, they talk a lot about it in uh, enlightened circles of, about, about simply witnessing. Mm. Now, witnessing is a lot more um, delicious than just witnessing. So much can be said about it, but you are uh, observing, you're experiencing, you're feeling, you're tasting, you're, 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 you're smelling the, the rose petals of it, you're, and you are a full consciousness, full spectrum, living intelligence, a full, fully, fully opened every petal. And that's what we are here for, to allow. So allow in somewhere where it's not so scary. It's not about freaking out and going psychotic. It's about having, having the, the experience in ways. You don't teach quantum physics to a five-year-old, but the five-year-old will know innately the principles of quantum physics, because that's what it is, living intelligence. It just keeps seems to keep going back to that, just the playfulness of a child in the moment yes. it's exploring and everything and you were talking about what we started before we began about promiscuity and 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 the words that we use to describe a certain pattern a set of behaviors uh with with a negative uh, connotation implied in the word itself mm. but it may be that, that that teenager has got very strong sexuality and and that is life force mm. And so, yeah, for some people it might be very scary or a very, oh, not the way that I would go. But it doesn't matter, ultimately. I could tell you the range of things. I know it doesn't matter, but we're not going to go into all of that now. But actually, there's nothing. There's nothing that, that is, nothing that is not allowed by living intelligence. But as you wake up, as each one of us 
wakes up to become more fully in full spectrum with all the senses and the senses we haven't even yet discovered unfolded. This is like, uh, this is really child's play for what we are and what we can become because what we are, that's the being and what we are becoming, becoming is infinite. We are an expression of being. When you wake up to know your true identity, then the becoming is limitless. It's it's infinite. It never ends. It's all a game. That's right. So it's that. What is it? The point at the center of the of the the, the circle, which um, which is not fixed. It's not in a fixed place. It's circum. What does it say? The point is everywhere, and the circumference is nowhere, or the other way around. But it's like it doesn't matter. Uh, if you take you, that point in the heart, that point of light, that little twinkling star, and whatever you know yourself to be right now, it doesn't matter. It's the place of unfolding. So an acorn or a little sprouting acorn or a little sapling or a full-blown oak tree or something more, or an oak tree that creates a whole forest of oak trees. You know, I, I don't... I. These the similes or the, the descriptions, the, the metaphors, they, they run out of capacity. You have to take it to the heart and allow your own knowing because your own knowing is brilliant. That's everybody. There is a brilliance. It is universal. The universal intelligence, what anyone can see, know, feel, experience, if you truly desire that, then that you just go, yes. And that will happen. What seems to be a case a lot is that we plant seeds and forget. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> right. That's so cool. it's like you plant a seed, and then of course the analogy would be: well, you plant a seed, but you don't expect it to like sprout up immediately. You keep watering it and 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 nurturing it, and it eventually comes up. And you don't, you know, doubt that the fact that it would break soil. But what we might seem to do, I don't know maybe you can help me but it's like we all plant seed constantly and then move yeah. on to the next and but, forget that we've done that but that's okay we plant we planted who knows who knew planted it some time ago some years ago some centuries ago well, well like in terms of fifth house let's say we're just about enjoyment and one word that came up before we started this conversation about being bored or boring right finding someone uh, boring like a, a relationship boring after a time or whatever it might be or I'm working on this project and I'm bored with it I'm going to shelf it whatever it's like we keep planting but we keep moving on how do we reignite that spark you take it to the heart and you find ways of embodying it if you really if you really don't want it if it's finished and done with let it die and otherwise you it needs the juice it needs the juice of flesh and blood, the experience of the soil, and it needs to be in the body and loved and breathed and enjoyed. And movement and breath and, and practices like, yeah, like some forms of yoga, not planned with the mind. Let's say like Qigong, exercising the, the energy of the field around you. Choosing to plant, knowing that there is a field. We talked about proprioception earlier on, but experiencing the space around you. How far can you expand the bubble of your space? 
and all of it is is reflecting that experience of being uh, free in the with, within the womb like a baby baby doesn't experience constriction until it's time to be born and what we're experiencing now is that movement out of of of, of the of the old womb into some new space Fill your space, your personal space around you with dreams and expressions, because it's all expression of the magnificent, innate, unlimited being that you are, as it's moving into becoming more and more the, the, the oak tree, the magnificent, far more than the oak tree. And as we, as, as we reach a tipping point, let's say, of, of beings, alone or in, you can't be alone because you're never alone, but, but in, in, in gatherings together, we are about to, to design this new world. It's, it's, it's the chaos that's around. It's like, wow. When you realize, like, like I did, God, maybe, maybe 40 years ago, although I, I, I knew far, far sooner than that, but there was a moment when I thought, all I've got to do is tell people. I honestly thought that for a for, for a, a few days after, oh, no, for ages, after the realization that, 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 that the story around me was plastic, was infinitely customizable. Although I didn't have the skill to customize it, I knew it was, I knew it is. And I thought, all I have to do is tell people and then I'm, and then I'm, I'm superfluous. <laughs> and I really genuinely thought that for a long time. And then I began to see, well, yes, people listen, but they mostly, uh, they, they forget, they don't practice. They go back to, to paying attention to the circumstances and believing circumstances are real. Circumstances are real when they are an expression of your heart, when you, when you love them. And when it's something that you don't love, it's not real. So don't do it. This is such an important point because we talk about astrology and dashas. That, that's literally dasha means circumstance ah that, i didn't know that yes. that's what that word means so it basically means this is your circumstance but like you say if you're not fully embodying it like it doesn't matter if someone tells you oh you're in a rahu dasha you're in a jupiter dasha whatever right that's the map like you say it's not the territory no and you make it your own i mean look, why do people climb everest and why do people go trekking in and then you know in the deep rainforest and because uh, they want to explore why do people go into outer space because they're looking to expand the horizons. They're looking, what more, what more, what more? What more can I, can, I, can, I, can I explore? What more can I know? What more can I feel? What more can I do? What more can I, you know? Because that is love. That is what love does. It expands. Did you know that Dasha is also, for like a bit of, uh, this might interest you, the Dashas themselves are, if you draw them out as a, a map as a, a diagram will represent the golden ratio oh, really yeah oh you must tell me more about that when we yeah, have we can go into it another time but it's literally like our map our, our lives are perfectly expanding all the time so it's like it's like everything is this is why i always say like everything is happening perfectly it is even your mind that's judging the contracted state to polarize it's it's just a little game that you like to play you're playing a little game Follow your Keala. Learn about what a Keala is. And you know, mm. it's all, it's all, it's all okay. 
And when you practice this, this practice of taking it to the heart frequency, to the, to the, the, the living intelligence that includes all known intelligence and brings you the perfect solution for you. It's, it's like, it's magical. We live in a completely magical world. Mm. We can choose it to make it a nightmare or we can make the choice right now, even if your mind doesn't believe me, your, your desire is, I love it to be magical. Hand on heart and say, yes. Even if your mind is, is chuntering on going, no, it's a load of old nonsense. Because <laughs> it will and it's okay. It's okay, all of it. I, I, it always pains me to finish these conversations because I feel like there's so there's so many nuggets that I know I could, we could keep um, I could keep drawing out of you, but I feel like this is probably as good a time as any to wrap I, it up. I, I I'm think, conscious of the time. I but, agree. It's it's getting on very late. Yeah, it's getting on. But I've really loved this conversation. I personally have. I felt I didn't realize I had so many questions about the fifth house and Rahu because yeah, I just felt the need uh, and, and thank you for enter entertaining me and thank you for playing with me again. I love it. I love playing with you. You know, the only thing we have to do is realize that when contraction or misery or anything happens is go to the non-local intelligence. The, the intelligence that you actually are, hand on heart is a very good way to activate it. And many others, breathing, moving, singing, dancing, but hand on heart is very quick. So I um, was pained to stop that conversation at that point, but we had to get on. And I do look forward to the next conversation we have about Rahu in the sixth house, continuing on with our Maps of Consciousness series. So if you'd like to check out Kishori in the meantime, you can go to her website. It's magicmakeover.com. That's magic with a K-M-A-G-I-C-K hyphen makeover.com. My own website here is timelineastrology.com and you can also find me at patreon.com forward slash timelineastrology. Patreon is a, a platform for creators like myself to have supporters, patrons who support my work. I write daily posts for patrons as well as monthly forecasts and video forecasts and horoscopes every month. So and a whole lot more. Have, have a look. It's patreon.com forward slash timeline astrology. You can sign up for just $5 a month. And um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast all the way through to the end. And I look forward to connecting with Kishori again next time and connecting with you. And until next time. Mm -hmm.